open. That's so heavy handed. Yeah, sucks. <laughs> Welcome to Sincast, presented by CinemaSins. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson from Cinema Sins, joined by Jonathan Watkins from Cinema Sins. Hello, hello. And today we'll be doing a mini pod, fantasy pod, a uh, fantasy island, a uh, movie that made way more money than I thought it would over the weekend. <laughs> I saw this. Yeah, we uh, we didn't get a chance. They didn't have Thursday night screening, so we couldn't see this to review it last week. And I went like that Friday afternoon, and I mean it was packed. Mm. Like I was, I was like, well, it was Valentine's Day, so that probably had a little bit to yeah. do with it. But um, I, yeah, I was shocked because usually, like on Friday afternoons, I can find a seat by myself, and I don't have anybody right next to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, but that was not the case on this particular Friday afternoon. So yeah, um, I went on uh, what was this when I saw this? It was I think it was Sunday night, and it was pretty packed. Wow. Um, yeah, what it made like with like twelve million, fourteen million. Yeah, it made twelve million. Made its um, budget back basically. Yeah, I uh, was I was I was uh, when the trailers for this hit, and then that it didn't have Thursday night showings. I thought this is probably going to be one of those six seven million dollar yeah. openings, but it was surprisingly. Big. I wonder what the Thursday night. I don't know what the reasoning behind that is because they just because it's so rare that they don't do them mm-hmm. when they don't do them. I'm just like, what? Do, I I never know what that what the reasoning behind so, that is. What I understand, I have never read any particular thing about it, but yeah. It lets them have an extra day to add into the weekend. Yeah, they yeah. don't put it in as Thursday. They put it in as Friday. Oh, number. yeah, for sure. So that's the main reason why they do that. Uh, they they can get a whole bunch of money on a Thursday night. That you know, if I I don't know. I I've always wondered if. You didn't come out with this on it, it, like if you'd come out with Fantasy Island on Thursday night, wouldn't you have still probably made twelve million? That's what my assumption. Yeah, is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I don't, oh, go ahead. Sorry. The problem is, is that I think that especially with movies like this, they want to avoid that Twitter thing that happens on two on Thursday. Yeah, where everybody's like, "Well, this sucks," and then they don't get anything on the weekend, so they want to have that Friday yeah. as their as their biggest day, and you know, yeah, because Thursday's actually like if you go like on boxoffice.com or something, you know, Thursday night um, money has become a new thing. Like they compare that to other Thursday nights, like it's become the new like you know opening. I mean, it's really funny they say movies open on Friday now because they really open on Thursday. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I I think they they're I think they're just I mean basically they're they're just cheating on the Thursdays. Yeah. That's what. That's all it is. That's all it comes down to. And I don't even remember when that started. I remember back in the day when we were kids. This is, I mean, this is off subject, but I remember back in the day when we were younger. Like occasionally they do like a like in the summer. Like I remember Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. I think that was one I saw like Thursday at eight, but it was rare. Yeah, it was some big that had to yeah, happen. Yeah, and, and then there for was a while they were doing just midnight showings, mm-hmm. and then eventually it just got to be where. And now you even get four o'clock showings for like kids movies yep. and stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyways. When I was uh, when I was working in projection and everything, it started off as midnight shows like uh, Lord of the Rings, a yeah, three yeah, hour yeah. movie yeah. was midnight. A midnight, and we'd sell out. Oh yeah, and all uh, the Harry Potter movies. Yeah. yeah, and then they, then they, somewhere they were like, "Well, midnight's kind of crazy. Let's make it ten o'clock, and then just count it as Friday." 
and now they've just we're we've we're done with the subterfuge. We're just going to yeah. come out with it on at seven o'clock or six o'clock or whatever, and uh, and just count that on Friday. And then the Wednesday movies open on Tuesday now. <laughs> That's correct. Um, this uh, Fantasy Island is a is a I guess a semi sort of uh, TV remake into a movie. Um, it's not really like the show though. It's just, it's in, in name only. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. I mean the, the basic concept, uh, they did actually do a, they did a reboot of this show in 98 with yeah, Malcolm McDowell that, that, and that only lasted like 13 episodes and it wasn't very good, but I remember that had kind of a soup. Well, they, I think the show always had a supernatural element, obviously mm-hmm. the way the Island worked, but I think they played more into it with the Malcolm McDowell, but it was almost like a comedy versus like dark comedy. Yeah. Uh, this is, this goes into eventually it gets into like just straight on horror territory. This is like, if you were to make, if you were to combine lost and hostile. Yeah. It's basically what it comes down to. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and then have like, um, have like seriously heavy handed, like, uh, uh, like a love story. And, <laughs> and now I just realized <laughs> it, it's lost and hostile. So it should be lostile. There you go. That's um, what they call it. <laughs> but, um, but, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a more horror element of it, uh, of, of fantasy Island. To be honest. I didn't really watch the show back in the day the ricardo montalban um herbie yeah. villachez I, I watched the opening a lot like yeah, i was yeah, a big yeah. fan of like watching the openings of tv shows back in the day yeah so i i never really don't think i saw the show i want to say much. it was a friday night show or saturday it was one of those two it was a weekend kind of thing i i mean i watched i mean i i i remember watching it i don't remember like specific episodes but it was basically an anthology show mm-hmm. um you'd have different people come to the island each week and they were usually guess famous people at that time or well-known people at that time like you know yeah was it like uh, heather thomas or you know was it sort of like uh, going off the success of love boat where yeah and and i believe those were back to back for a while yeah that's probably right yeah um I, I feel ashamed because I lived in the era that those shows were running, but I couldn't tell you much about them. No, they, I don't, they're not memorable. Yeah. Um, for me. So, Fantasy Island is directed by <laughs> Jeff Wadlow, who did Truth or Dare. I saw that recently. He did a, he did Cry Wolf from 2005 also. He's, Cry Wolf. Now, if it came out in 2005, I saw it. John Bon Jovi's in that. It's a, it's a horror, it's a straight up slasher movie. It's, uh, uh, well, kind of, but um, uh, I can't think of the actress's name that's in that. Jared Padlecki's in it. It takes place at like a boarding school. They these kids play this game, mm-hmm. kind of like Truth or Dare. Yeah, these kids play this game called Cry Wolf, where one of them is like supposed to be a killer, mm-hmm. and they have to figure out who it is, and then people start really dying. Or do they? Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's I, I mean, don't remember anything about. I don't know. I, yeah, I'll tell you. This is. This is the worst of the three that we're going to talk about today, but I feel like all three of those kind of have... I mean, he has a very similar style in that I feel like he's very competent, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like he like has... It, he adds... I don't know. It, it like The movies never quite get to where mm-hmm. they need to go. Yeah. Because like, Truth or Dare is a perfectly watchable movie, but it's not very good. 
Right, right. Uh, and yeah, you're right. Truth or Dare is definitely better than this. I just don't remember anything about Cry Wolf. Yeah, for sure. Um, he did Kick Ass Two also, which is well, he random. wrote it, right? Or did he direct it? I think he directed. Did it. he direct it? Yep. Uh, okay, so um, what do we want to get into before we get into spoilers? Yeah, I think here? this is mostly spoilers. Uh, uh, so yeah, um, I'm gonna give this a D. Solid D, I guess. That's very fair. Um, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of be consistent with this. If if the movie is not the room bad, I'm not gonna give it an F. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but just know that this is as F as close as F <laughs> as it gets. Um, when it when it comes to uh, these big movies that aren't exactly room levels of bad. Okay, so yeah, I mean, it's not good. It's not good. I I find it, I find it oddly watchable though. Like in in at least parts of it, like I could totally see myself watching this again. So non spoiler part of this, yeah, I feel like it's great. At I mean, like great. It's very watchable at first because. There's something fun about them going to the island, yeah. having the fun, and like you're like, oh, I'm on vacation with these guys as well, and then it turns into the story, and that's where <laughs> problems come from. I, I, well, we'll get into the ending more in spoilers. I, I did actually have some fun with that, but not in a good way. But yeah, yeah you know, but that might be where some of the watchability comes from me. But um, the biggest, I, my, my, I'm going to give it a C minus. Um, the so I'm not that far off from what you're saying. Mm -hmm. The biggest problem I had with it, I think, is that it feels like a freaking TV show for the majority of the runtime. Mm -hmm. I mean, it feels like a pilot on the CW. Yeah, and I think part of that is the cast because most of the cast, with the exception of Michael. Pena. Mm -hmm. Most of the cast is more known for television. Now Maggie Q's been in movies. Yeah. Lucy Hale's been in movies, but they're more known, I think, for television. Um, you, so what is what is is Maggie Q on like what is she on? She was on Nikita, was like I guess her big show. Okay. Uh, which was because I know her more from movies. Oh, I don't okay. I don't think I've yeah. really ever seen her on TV. I mean, she was in Mission Impossible Three. Mm -hmm. And then um but obviously for the like for the last like I don't know, to me she's more memorable for movies because I watched Nikita and then she was on this show with Dylan McDermott. I think it was called Stalker. It only lasted a season. It was kind of like trying to play off of criminal minds and stuff like that, mm -hmm. but it was just super disturbing. I mean, but yeah, she's like she's in Divergent and she's in the Divergent movies. I don't know. I feel like she should have a bigger movie career than she does. Though. Yeah, well, and even in Divergent, she's yeah. just uh, I think she's just the uh, doctor or whatever in, in in that right? Isn't she the one that tells her? Yes. she's yeah, she's Tori. She's like the tattooed doctor or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess she has been more. Oh, she was on Designated Survivor. That was another one. Uh, that, okay. uh, but I just feel like they could throw her like in an X Men movie or a Martin, you know, something mm -hmm. like give her something. Uh, and then also you had uh, Mike Vogel, who plays a supporting character, but he was in Under the Dome, and he was in one of those SEAL Team shows. I don't even know if it's still on. They mm -hmm. had like three or four SEAL Team shows a couple years ago. Um, but and then and then like Kim Coates pops yeah, up in yeah. this. So I mean, it has Canadian like, legend Kim yeah, Coates. Yeah. So it has like this very uh, this very TV style cast. So that, I think that probably factors into it. But even the way it plays out, like there's A, B, and C plots, and there's all this kind of stuff. It does turn into more of a movie at the end. But um, it definitely felt like more of a just kind of a dull uh, pilot for you know two thirds of it and that I would probably never watch episode two of. I think you're right. I think this is I think it um, I think you I think it does play like a but, pilot. But of none a... of the actors really get to do anything. Lucy Hale um gets to have the most fun, I would say. Probably. 
Um, I'm not sure that's it's it's uh it's a positive thing necessarily, but mm-hmm. I mean I mean what sh- I can't imagine what she's working with. She's a perfectly fine actress. Um, my wife and I I've seen every episode of Pretty Little Liars. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a really bizarrely fun show that I actually think you would love. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, it's very soapy, but it's also very like uh, it's it's uh it gets pretty dark and creepy, and it's and it just so it's so over the top mm-hmm. that it just kind of becomes insanely fun. I do love Lucy Hale. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, and she was in Truth or Dare as well. Yep. Um, uh, but yeah, I I kind of root for Lucy Hale not because uh. I, I I I root for her because I think she's from Memphis, and uh, and uh, I I don't know if she she may have been just born there and then moved later or whatever. She was born uh, Karen Lucille Hell in Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah, so like uh, so I always these Tennessee actors like Reese Witherspoon and Samuel L. Jackson and Morgan Freeman and and somewhat Quentin Tarantino and all these people who have spent time in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. I always sort of root for them, and when I ever see them in a movie like this, it's just kind of like, oh, man, come well, on. And I just read she started off as a singer. I had no idea because obviously I didn't watch the show, but when American Idol was really famous, they did a summer show called American Juniors, and apparently she was a contestant on that. That's oh, really yeah, interesting. Yeah. Uh, but I know she's recorded some but Yeah, but she mostly does TV. She just started um, – a Riverdale spinoff just started uh, based on the character Katie Keene, mm-hmm. and she's playing that character. I think my wife's watching it because mm. my, my Meredith loves Lucy Hale, uh, which is, you know, she, I think she's good. Yeah. Um, and I like you. I, I She's one of those. I didn't know about the Memphis connection, but I do kind of root for her. I Well, yeah. And like the girl who plays Nancy on uh, Stranger Things is from Nashville. Oh, I didn't know that either. Uh, so like anytime these these actors yeah. come up i'm just i'm just like i'm just rooting for them to be you know in in great stuff but anyway uh let's go on to spoilers for fantasy island because yep. that's the only real way to talk about this movie <laughs> no spoilers Miss luke's what? father is actually darth vader she's, she's the sister and the she's daughter they just no 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 i'm reading the books uh so where do we want to start with this i feel like Lucy Hale's character in this, I feel like none of her actions make any sense at all. No, you know, it, it's interesting. So, so I mean, do we just want to g- go ahead and just divulge th- what she is? Or? Well, we're in spoilers. Oh, okay, that's true. Um, so we find out. At, so, the, so when this movie kind of becomes a movie, it essentially goes, like I said, it's kind of this weird, like, meandering pilot for, like, the first two thirds, which feels like a Fantasy Island episode. Everybody has their own fantasy. We're seeing how it unfolds. Mm-hmm. Lucy Hales specifically involves that she was bullied by this girl. Um, I can't remember who played her. Oh, uh, it's, uh, it's Portia Doubleday. Yeah, from, who's in uh, her. She, uh, she you may know her, you may yeah. know her from her, but I don't know. Is there another? Well, book? it wasn't a big movie, but she when Michael Sarah was. Uh, Oh, that uh, Youth and Revolt. Yeah, Youth and Revolt, which is not a very good movie, but they're both. You know, they're. I mean, I remembered her from that. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah. So 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 she gets down, and then um, she's in like a it's like a torture chamber. She's got like a machine in front of her where she can control things, and then the Porsche Double Days in the other uh in the other room, uh, chained in a chair. And at first, she acts like first she says she doesn't know what's going on. You know, she just thinks it's like a. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, she thinks it's like a animatronic or something. She, or, yeah, uh, a hologram. Hologram. And uh, then she eventually realizes it's real. I don't know exactly what makes her. Oh, because the because well, the boyfriend. Yeah, because uh, husband. The 
the uh, video of her cheating on her husband goes yeah. to all the Facebook stuff, and then you see her husband answering the phone, yeah, uh, and and getting pissed off and all that. So. And when and once she realizes it's real, she actually saves her, and then they go run off the island. They're trying to get off the island, but you find out at the end that everyone's fantasy, everyone has been brought there because, um. Because uh, her her character uh, is actually con- is actually doing this big fantasy mm-hmm. where she wants to see all these people uh, tor- killed, tortured. I don't I don't know. Even. Lucy, yeah. The, uh, so there's the a, Lucy Hale character. Is yeah. She, behind it she all. had one date with this yeah. one dude in an apartment building that got burned yeah. down. Maggie Q's responsible for it because uh, she left something on there. Uh, I think the guy that she. Uh, the guy that she dated was like roommates with maybe the uh, yeah with uh with, oh Ryan Hansen I didn't even mention him yeah. from Veronica Mars and um uh, it's the Jimmy guy, O Yang from yeah. Silicon Valley yeah and uh, yeah Crazy Rich Asians um uh but uh, they they were the roommates who ran out. Uh, and then, uh, there's a cop who didn't come help. Yeah. That's Austin stole. And, uh, and, uh, so like there's all that. I don't know how she figures all that out after the fire, by the way. But. Yeah. And then, and you find out, I guess she's like, she's, she went nuts after that girl bullied her. Yeah. Yeah. She used to be like, apparently not attractive yeah. and very like nerdy and stuff. And and uh, Portia Doubleday uh, took some letters that she wrote, some embarrassing notes of some sort. Yeah, or it- the, her uh, she was seeing a psychiatrist, and the psychiatrist recommended that she write letters to the people that uh, affect her in whatever way. And yeah. then she found the letters, and she posted them for everybody. Posted them all around the school. And, and they called her, like, Psycho Girl or something like that. It's very much like a slasher film, kind of. That's what This movie turns into, like, a slasher film, essentially, with, like, 15 minutes left. Anyway, because, this is what yeah. get, gets, to, gets to me about this, yeah. is that if this is her... Her big fantasy i don't know why halfway through torturing the one yeah. girl who started all this she's like oh my god and wants to stop it she says a com- she makes a comment to her that she wanted her to believe she saved her and she wanted her to yeah no no i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm just saying this is what the movie presents it as and i couldn't figure out either because when she's in the i, I thought about it later but at the time i was thinking back and i was like but when she's in the room she's by herself so she's not talking to anybody mm-hmm. so her reacting like oh my god this is real the only thing i could even remotely think of is that she's videotaping it and maybe she was going to use that for something so she's acting at that point but it's very thin <laughs> even yeah. if you look at it like the, that the only way that makes sense is just for movie purposes for yeah. you for for yeah. an audience to be fooled that's the only absolutely that's the only way it makes sense because otherwise you would go ahead and torture her to death and then you would go around either watching everybody else die yeah. and that's your fantasy and then you get to leave yeah um none of this makes i mean yeah the yeah i wanted her wanted her to make make me make her believe that i yeah. saved her doesn't doesn't do it for me. I'm sorry. No, Even- I, I don't think there's a level of. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Maybe somebody that's really into like that, that knows this stuff better than us will say something. But I don't know that there's a level of psychopath that I know of that would. I mean, like you said, she would either just torture her or not do anything. There, I mean, there's no point. There's yeah. no point in letting her go, saving her. I mean, even risking her own life to do it. Um, which is, I believe, something. That, yeah, you would never do. You would never do that. Um, and plus. 
they get down into the island where the the magical uh reflection thing <laughs> yeah, yeah. comes and tells you what your fantasy is and everything yeah. she's down there before then and not, like none of the others like it should be revealing the truth right then and there at the yeah, yeah, at yeah. the the first time she runs it but all we see is uh Portia Doubleday getting tortured and we I don't know if we see anybody else do we do we see like all the other characters in that I mean, you do, like, I think when they first discover it, you see that, uh, well, you see Portia Doubleday's fantasy, oddly enough, which was, like, getting back with her husband. I, I don't even know what that was about, because she didn't actually have a fantasy, but it showed him. Well, I, I think I think it's supposed to read oh, gotcha. whatever fantasy. It doesn't matter if you've applied. Oh, okay, I gotcha. Uh, I, I honestly can't remember if we see anybody else's. I think maybe. Maybe maybe you do. Maybe yeah, maybe, maybe we do go through the whole thing, and, and, I, I, and maybe it, that's an early clue that it should be. You know, if she's yeah. seeing all the other people, I I just didn't pay much. I guess I didn't yeah. pay much attention. We should also to talk about the other fantasies because they are super uninteresting. They are so stupid. Yeah. Holy fucking shit! This is the now look. I, I, like I said, I I get into the whole like this is why they keep making these movies. I don't know if this was shot in Hawaii or not or yeah. somewhere, but this is why they shoot movies in Hawaii a lot. The actors love going out there and oh, yeah. and, and 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 having a vacation while they work essentially. Um. But like, also, I feel like that's just attractive for general audiences to come in and be like, "I'd like to go to Hawaii for yeah. a while." Yeah. And 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 they and so like that's what I yeah. got into the vibe of it for a yeah. while. They like, they shot it in Fiji. Fiji, yeah. okay, but same thing. Uh, so they shot it in Fiji, and it's one of those things where uh, at the beginning you're like, "Okay, yeah, I can get along with this fantasy thing." And there was that creeping. I know we're in a horror movie sensation where I'm like. None of this is going to last. None of this so-called yeah. fun is going to last, and it's just uh, and yeah the, the the you know Jimmy O Yang and uh, and Ryan is Ryan Hansen yeah Ryan Hansen um, have the have the fantasy of being at like some big huge pool party and uh, and and Ryan Hansen of course wants to have the hot supermodels. Meanwhile, Jimmy O Yang is gay, so yeah. they have a bunch of gay supermodels. Yeah, around. that was that was actually kind of a that was kind of a funny reveal though, where you know because you don't know he's gay until that point. And yeah. He's like, oh, I got you covered, and right. then he goes over and you see all they got. I did. I have a question about that though. Um, so I don't know like what they think is actually going on because when they get there, they're like, oh, I bet they use holograms or something like that. But when they get to that house, they have to be like, these are real people mm -hmm. or something. They're actors. There's something. I, I mean I get the like the young male fantasy of oh my god Charlotte McKinney wants to fuck me yeah but as an adult which Ryan Hansen is he's got to be like in his thirties or something in this movie I don't oh, know yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah uh, um I, and I just I mean like even even if he's dumb he still has to be like what is going on here like I don't know like I mean I, I I'm not. I don't know. Like, it just seems like a weird thing. Like, I mean, when you're well, and you see that especially with Maggie Q because she realizes yes. she knows for a fact that it's not real. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and her and that's an that's a super weird thing too. If if the if the island is supposed to reveal to you what your utmost yeah. fantasy is, because all they do is fill out like some card. They don't. I don't think they write down what their fantasy is. No, and in fact, Maggie Q even has to tell him like he's writing it down as she's talking to him. Like she apparently just put something basic i i don't know or something generic and then he's like you've got to give me more details yeah and so that's what they come up with out of all that and and it's supposed to reveal the true thing and and apparently her true fantasy 
which actually turns out not to be true, <laughs> is that she wants to say yes to the guy who asked her to marry him. Yeah. And uh, and it's it rewinds five years ago to some restaurant yeah. where she said no, and uh, she decides to say yes. They even like they get to a point where like they've been married for almost like ten years in this fantasy or something yeah, like that. Yeah, well, they have a kid, and they have yeah. a kid. They have uh, you know, and uh, and then she's she's uh, not able to enjoy it, and she goes to Michael Pena, and she's like, uh, "This is not what I wanted." Yeah. And he goes, "You have," and the rule is. You have to. This, this was this was a funny part of the movie. Uh, he he says something uh, to all of them at the beginning, saying, uh, "Your fantasy may not be what you, how you imagined it, but you have to go through the you yeah. have to go through the entire fantasy it has to run its course." Yeah, and uh, and uh, and then he tells that to Jimmy O Yang later, and he, and Jimmy O Yang's like, "Well, nobody knew what the fuck that meant." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but like. Uh, <laughs> Funny. yeah but uh but yeah she she gets about she gets through this huge fantasy and then she's like i'm i want to change convinces him to change it and yeah. then the 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 real fantasy is that she goes back and saves dude from burning or tries to actually doesn't even well save yeah she him. doesn't do it but that's her fantasy is to do that and that and, was super contrived because that's just so now all of a sudden we know this story yes uh it, yeah it, it, i like the idea of I like the idea of the twist being that they're all actually in somebody else's fantasy, mm -hmm. but the movie doesn't doesn't do it well. No, you have to do something other than this. Like it, yeah. it's it's hard to. It, I'm not going to sit here and give a whole bunch of suggestions. No, because, no, no. Because you have to. You just have to do something other than this. You have to make the the fantasies connect in a more yeah. believable way yeah and, and we didn't even talk about the cop dude who whose fantasy is yeah, to austin stole is the actor his fantasy is to be a what is the, he wants it, to be a war hero basically because his dad was yeah, uh, yeah and so he ends up being uh like he's he's ends up running into his dad and his squad that yeah. ends up getting killed yeah and he has this long time of you know this back and forth of trying to make the him believe that I'm your son who's grown up. And, oh, it's so heavy handed. Yeah, sucks. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just, it's not a bad idea, but it's just executed so poorly. But then, yeah, then, then, like these fantasies keep somewhat interacting with each yeah. other, but they're not really. Um, well, and then the Ryan Hansen, Michael O. Yang, when I don't even, I mean, I guess that's just, I mean, and maybe that's a pretty normal fantasy for a lot of people where they would just be like, I just want to party, have sex, do drugs, mm -hmm. you know, I just want to, no consequences, that kind of thing. And then they even rip off the Brendan, the fucking Brendan Fraser bedazzled movie, which I thought was hilarious. I don't know if they did this intentionally, but that's immediately what I thought of because what happens is they're supposed to be like these wealthy people. So then these like, uh, bad guys show up to to rob them mm -hmm. and then michael pena even makes the comment like uh you know i find that most people when they get wealth then they have other people trying to take it from them and that's one of the things in bedazzled one of the wishes brendan fraser gets mm -hmm. is that he's wealthy but he's like a drug lord mm -hmm. <laughs> like yeah. that's how he got as well yeah yeah that's I right mean, it just it just uh it, which is a crazy movie i can't i've never thought about that movie and you know the only years. thing i remember about bedazzled <laughs> is the one where he's a sports star and he and uh yeah. and 
what's her name i can't remember her name asking him questions as a reporter and then like i guess his like his his dick becomes visible yeah and and his dick is small yeah and it's right in front of this girl that he likes and everything and and he and and he's like oh come on you he know took all the drugs or whatever yeah, yeah. it's monkey's paw-esque I yeah guess. yeah very much so uh but yeah again the the that whole thing like <laughs> i just i mean although i love seeing kim coates i mean kim coates is great kim yeah. coates has the all-time best bad line reading ever in a oh, movie resident evil resident evil whatever it was it was that first 3d one that they came out with yeah i don't remember which but one she said but. Some, he says something like what is he all i remember is him saying face <laughs> like yeah he says i want to um oh my god what is he yeah, yeah it's like i want to cut up your beautiful face yeah, or some yeah, crap it's, like it's that hilarious kim I mean, Coates is in everything yeah he's awesome uh but uh, yeah it uh, the that whole it, and i don't even understand even why if they're in the middle of someone else's fantasy i guess it's because they're also in their fantasy but why they even have a chance to get out of that like the, i mean it they they seem to have a have a chance to actually win yeah in this fantasy which they shouldn't if it's if it's lucy yeah. hales the whole time yeah I, I don't really get that either um and and ryan hansen actually gets killed and uh, killed i don't know how i said it like that gets killed in that scene although he comes back at the end which is really dumb yeah um oh it's a <laughs> stupid scene oh my god and the the Damn it. The tattoo thing. Oh, <laughs> Jimmy O. Yang. Yeah, he's a... Uh, so they he, call him T the whole time, They right? call him T, and of course, God, it's getting to the point now where if we watch a movie of a... Uh, we watch a franchise-type movie and somebody starts being called by one letter, yeah. we should just eventually just... We should yeah. just go ahead and make the connection. I felt so stupid for not thinking about that, and then at the end, I'm like, oh, no. Well, it's because... <laughs> it's because they... It's because this movie is not set up as a, an actual straight well, up. And he had he had an assistant, uh, the the woman who ends up. My, and Michael Pena is actually not bad in this. Mm -hmm. uh, he's very much doing like a Ricardo Montalban performance, yeah. like the suit and everything. Um, and his assistant, who we end up finding out is his his late wife, who. I guess just dies over and over and comes back, which is horrible. I guess, yeah, it's ridiculous. I don't know why bad. anybody had to get like Maggie Q finally gets through to him about that. Like, how did it take this long for you to realize that's not the worst fucking thing ever to yeah. do to somebody? Um, but I, she says like the plane, the plane at the beginning. So yeah. I just kind of assumed she was the tattoo of this movie. Yeah, and uh, so no, was not expecting Michael. <laughs> well, and and he's a part of the island too. It's not like yeah. He's he's on this fantasy thing, so you're not expecting him to eventually be the guy's assistant. But like, yeah, yeah. Uh, at, at some point, I don't know. We're we're just each every time there's a franchise movie, we're just gonna have to. <laughs> somebody's being called by some weird name or something. But we the, should just assume that they're a, a yeah. franchise character. And the other weird thing about this movie too is the genre itself, because like I, I think the fact that it's Blumhouse, even though Blumhouse has done non horror movies, I mean they did Whiplash. Mm -hmm. Um, which uh, I think Austin Stoll was actually in Whiplash. Um, but uh, they did Whiplash. But um, and the and the preview pretty much making it out to be a horror movie. Like this isn't a horror movie for a long time. It really doesn't become a horror movie until it kind of turns into like I said a slasher movie at the end. Even mm. though nobody really dies. Uh, Lucy Hale dies. I mean, some of the bat like well, Michael. Oh yeah, Michael Rooker's in this fucking movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
He's like the crazy guy that's like hiding on the island. Oh, yeah, he he was I guess undercover. And yeah, he, he took a he he did his fantasy, and then he realized people actually die here, and then he just kind of broke away, and now he's yeah. been living on the island yeah. for two weeks apparently. Yeah. But he looks like he's been there for thirty years. <laughs> oh yeah, no, he looks like uh like fucking Lawrence Fishburne in Predators. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so like it, so it doesn't even turn into a horror movie until like that last like fifteen minutes. Also, this movie is almost two hours long mm-hmm. this movie is way too long this movie should be like 75 80 minutes yeah like maybe 90 yeah but they have to set up all these boring ass fantasies i know it takes them so long to do that if we were rewriting this and that's not what criticism's about but if we were rewriting this i think it, it just broad strokes i would make all the different fantasies way more exciting maybe even cut out one of them yeah maybe even cut out one of them but like Make them all where they're they seem like they're really awesome and everything, and then and then you pull the rug out uh, yeah. in a more in a more like I don't know. Uh, there, I mean, we, even the. <laughs> The uh the the Maggie Q one how was that ever I mean that one's just the weirdest one to me, uh that one's not even going to in- there's no way for her to die in that one that I can think of I I don't know unless it was just I I mean my impression was that Lucy Hale's fantasy was to get them on that island so to get them on that island. I guess they had to create their own fantasies, but that also doesn't make sense because her fucking nemesis, they kidnap her. Yeah, because she's part of Lucy Hale's fan. I mean, it just they don't. Yeah. they didn't. Somebody didn't really think through. No, this very no, well. no. I'm just. I, yeah. I, I would. I just kept thinking, how is Maggie Q gonna die? What is the What is the thing in this that make, puts her in danger? We know in the one fantasy the guy is at war, so that's that's his danger. Yeah. The other guys are are gonna get robbed by yeah. people. Um, was there one other one in there? No, just the Mag- yeah. Lucy Hales. Yeah, I mean, so but- Lucy Hales, but Lucy Hale is the mastermind, quote unquote. Yeah. Uh, so like, yeah, I was sitting there going, "What Maggie Q actually? If of all the people, could probably is probably the one that she would want revenge on the most. Yeah, because she's the one who left whatever it was on that burned through the her apartment or yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh that's the that that seems like to me to be the one thing that she should I I just sit I was just sitting there going how is she supposed to die? How is she, <laughs> how is she supposed to run into them? And it just turns out to be that oh, I hate my fantasy. So let me try some other thing. Yeah, which which was completely out of character. And like I said, they just had to have that so we could see that. So we yeah. weren't just all of a sudden like what are you talking about a burning building? What yeah, the fuck? if this is if 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 you had an actual visual representation like a uh of symbolically of the script, it's a yeah. it's a bunch of like you know, crumpled paper taped together. Yeah. Like, oh, well, I don't know what how we solve this problem. Let's just put this here and then forget about how many well, other problems they caused by yeah, doing that. Maybe I should have given this a D. Uh, I might, I'll explain a little bit why I upped it a little bit. But, um, but the, uh, what was I going to say? Also, like, what are the chances that she even remembers that? Because, I mean, Lucy Hale's whole thing about bringing them here is that she feels like they don't give a shit mm-hmm. and that they don't realize that they destroyed this man and they destroyed her life. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if Maggie Q doesn't think of that, like, none of them are even, a, I mean, they might not even remember any of that. Yeah. You know? And we definitely wouldn't know it. Well, and, and, and I, and I kept, I kept sitting there. <sighs> The you know this the the uh, the um, cop character the um, Austin Stoll guy, yeah. um, I I was sitting there going 
okay, I guess he's not brave for running into the burning building, but that's not his job. I, I was No, it, it's not. It's 100%. In fact, he should not be doing that. No, he shouldn't be. And I was sitting there going, if that was a firefighter? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But not a cop. I don't no. give a, I don't I don't understand that at all. Um the and the roommates, I don't know exactly did they just not warn the roommate is well that- and they and they they thought he was gone yeah and i mean and that's legit like if you think somebody's gone why would you ever check on them yeah 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 so <laughs> so like none of these people really have any true guilt other than maggie q Ma- other than maggie q i mean because she knows that she what she did but she didn't mean and she to. tried and, and i mean assuming the fantasy played out a little bit like i don't know what she did in the real thing i guess because we only see the fantasy but in the fantasy she's definitely trying to help Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I think you're just supposed to be like Lucy. I mean, like I said, it's very classic, like slasher villain. It's, 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 you know, the, you fucked up my life. So I'm going to kill all and I'm, yeah. and I'm crazy. Right. So I'm going to kill all of you. And I will say the last 15 minutes, which is insanely dumb. Mm-hmm. That was the one point though, where I was like, okay, this is kind of fun just in a, in a horrible way, but like it, it just in a so bad, it's kind of fun. And what it reminded me of, I love these like urban legend kind of endings. Like if we send this, we'll do a ding, ding, ding outtake. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. over Lucy Hale, because that was straight up Rebecca Gayhart. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, the bug eyes and mm-hmm. just, and just I don't know. That's a that's a trope that I I uh, I sadly love mm-hmm. um, in a movie that's already bad. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like you might as well just go batshit insane. And, well, and maybe I, it doesn't go far enough. And I'm it's not good. No, if that's yeah. the case, I feel like this movie should have been more like Club Dread then, where it's yeah. it's more comedy. Maybe yeah. There, there's horror to it, but there's comedy in but, it. Like I said, I think the twist. I I think that twist is interesting enough. Like, I think you, I mean, that was, cause I wasn't expecting that. Like no, they're all in somebody else's fantasy. There's, there has to be a way to do that. Cause I think that's interesting. No, that is interesting. It just didn't do no, the job here. Not at all. And also you've got to deal with all this boring shit leading up to it. Cause they've got to establish all these other fantasies that we don't care about. Mm-hmm. Um, with the exception of occasionally, like you have like Kim coach show up and he's kind of fun. I mean, I mean, I, I wasn't like bored by any means, but it's it's dumb. It's really dumb. Yeah. Okay. So, how many of you guys out there saw this movie? <laughs> um, maybe a decent amount. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Uh, go to uh, Syncast presented by CinemaSins on Facebook. We're also on CinemaSins Twitter, Music Video Sins Twitter. We're on SoundCloud. We're also on Discord. If you want to get on Discord, you can go to our Reddit page and find the link on the right side of the screen. Or you can go to the Facebook page and private message me, and I will give you a link there. Jonathan, where can people find you? Uh, you can... Talk to me on Twitter if you would like at Sam Loomis thirteen is where you can reach me and I am also most weeks on the Behind the Sense podcast with Aaron Dicer and Danae Hughes. All right, well that'll do it for this mini pod. It's Chris Atkins and Jonathan Watkins. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Comment on our episodes on our SoundCloud page. Check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. And be sure to visit CinemaSins.com.